sound, speed, check, light, camera, action. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another epic episode of my podcast. You know me, you love me, and you're back for more, you nasty little freaks. I did just burp into the camera or into the microphone right away. So good start. I just, uh, not sponsored, just stuffed down a, a Mendocino sandwich. It's not a place that I normally frequent. It's not like one of Allie's go-to spots. But for whatever reason, in my head, it seems healthier than like fast food. And so I got a chicken caprese sandwich scarfed it down so I could get my energy levels all the way up for this episode, and here we are. I'm digesting, I'm processing, I'm listening, and I'm learning. And uh, next to me, we got my co-host Benjamin, a.k.a. Beans, a.k.a. Benny, a.k.a. Bitch Boy. And uh, he's, uh, he's acting weird lately, in my opinion. But I'm also insane and I overanalyze everything. The other day I was, you know, in the kitchen doing what I do with the dishes, um, cleaning up after my boyfriend and whatnot. And uh, and and little Benny walks over to me and then all of a sudden just like sits down very strangely, very Dr. Strange vibes. And then I got paranoid because my oldest sister's dog died after he was like, like one of the first signs was that he started just like falling, but it wasn't a collapse. It was like just a very weird, abrupt sit. So now I'm just overanalyzing everything that he's doing because I don't want, I don't want Benny to die. I'm not ready for that. It's been what? We've had him since December. Yeah. December. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not very long. Just a few months. Um, but hopefully he's in good health. Huh? Huh? Dude, I love this dog so much. I love you so much. I love the way he stares at me like I'm insane. I'm like someone who truly gets me. He sees me. Yeah? Hi. God, I love him. He looks depressed all the time. I mean, we are one and the same. Got those sad eyes, low energy. Oh, um, boy, oh boy, what have I gotten into this week? I mean, the Netflix is a joke fest has been happening. I did some shows last time I recorded this podcast. I was getting ready to do a show at the Peppermint Club, a little Netflix recording for Sirius XM Radio, and I wanted to make a joke about it. I wasn't sure if it was hacky, though, because it's just for the satellite radio station for Netflix. And so I was going to make a joke, like, if you're listening to this, I hope you enjoy your new car that comes with a free satellite radio subscription for the next three months. Or, like, I hope you enjoy renting a car on your road trip. Or, you know, I hope you enjoy listening to this while the person in the passenger seat talks your ear off. You know, just some really hilarious quick riffs off the top. I didn't decide, I didn't end up doing that. Um, and maybe I should have because I didn't love my set. It was it was at the Peppermint Club, which is like a very cool little spot in West Los Angeles. 
And it's kind of like, it has like jazz club vibes. Why does my boob just look like it's sag? Like I look like I have a mom boob. Happy Mother's Day. Look at, it's just, it's like squashed. There's nothing. Okay, I'm covering both titties. I'm self-conscious. It looks like I have mom tits. Just I'm not there the yet. Under the but, oh yeah, let them sit right on top. Hoist them up. There you go. It's not working. Something's making them, gravity's really... Not doing me any favors. Um, it's like this jazz club type of vibe, and uh, and it's standing only, which is never that great for comedy, unless it's packed and the standing room is the entire and everyone is filling up the place. I gotta fix my boobs. Oh yeah. On record. Perky, put that on record. I just slouch, so then they just go right into my pants. Look at this; they're just right out of my pants. I love that look. I look like a grandpa in the Midwest, just the pants all the way up and his saggy little man titties hanging over him. It's me, your peepaw, just calling to say I love you. Yep, me and your grandma, Gammy. Me and your gams, we were out in the field today, just walking. She doesn't remember me anymore. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so I did the show at the Peppermint Club, and everyone was like, like 12 feet away from the stage. It was weird vibes, truly weird vibes. I did fine, didn't love it. It was good, I guess. Um, and then what else did I do? Oh, and then I did the comedy store door guy show. Ooh, okay. 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 So I did the comedy store door guy show. This is the day before comedian and beloved prophet and poet Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage. That when, when comedians first amendment rights got thrust into the public sphere. We have to protect our comics. We have to protect free speech. So this was the night before that happened. And, uh, and I was doing the show at the comedy store. Super fun. All of like the former and current door guys were performing. So I was on that bitch. It was a great audience. And then Dave Chappelle dropped in in the other room at the comedy store. I was in the main room. He dropped in in the original room. Chris Rock dropped in. And I thought for a moment that he was going to drop in on the main room show. And the timing worked out where it was like he was either going to go up right before me or right after me. And I was stoked either way because I'm like, that means I either get to introduce him and say, like, give it up for Chris Rock or he was going to have to end his set and be like give it up for Ali Makovsky either way I would have loved that but he stayed in the original room so once I was done with my set I went over there Chris Rock had already gotten off stage but Chappelle was in there Jimmy Carr was in there Leslie Jones was in there um and I feel like maybe there was someone else that I'm blinking but it was it was stacked and uh and so I went in to watch and Dave Chappelle went up and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Dave Chappelle is like one of the greats, you know, it's undeniable. He is one of the best comedians. Um, 
like has this insane legacy. I think he does really great things for his community. And I love the dude. I think he's awesome. But something's happened recently. And I'm like, I'm. it's not that I'm reluctant to say it, but I just know that when people talk about stuff like that, it's almost like... Like, I, I just imagine the comments being like, well, look at your fucking comedy, you dumb bitch. But, and I'm not trying to say like this from any sort of standpoint, except for my own just personal opinion. Watching him at the comedy store, like, I think, I think he's just gotten to a place where he's so famous and people are just so excited to see him that they like laugh at everything. And I think this happens to a lot of comedians when they get to a certain point, like people see them and they're just so stoked to be in the same room as this person. And they kind of have an advantage of already being known as being really funny and hilarious. And so when they say something like, you know, that maybe a comic that no one knows, like if, if someone that no one knew performed doing the same jokes or material it wouldn't land as hard because you don't know that person but when it's this person that you already know to be funny and you already have this personal connection with them like you know um just based off of like viewing their materials um they get the benefit of the doubt obviously and I don't know I was just like I just was like underwhelmed by the material and also to his credit I will say like I'm sure what he does when he's just dropping in randomly at the comedy store is going to be very different than what he does when you're going to watch him at the Hollywood Bowl or like you know do an arena or a theater it's not that I think he's bad I just I, I just I was watching it and it feels like like obviously after his last special He got called out. People were saying, you know, he's transphobic and all this, you know, trans material and stuff like that. And people people were upset. Not as many as I think he thinks it feels like, you know, because like even in my own personal life, like I've been like mini canceled or micro canceled. And when it's happening, it feels like everyone knows everyone's saying these things that are negative and it feels like a lot when in reality you take a step back and you're like, oh, no, no one's really like not that many people are really saying this. It just feels um, like a lot more than it is. And and I think that at least this is just and this is why I'm like walking on eggshells because I'm like, I know he's great and I don't want people to think that I don't like him or that I'm like trying to attack him. This is just my personal opinion. And this is only one show that I saw. So it could have just been this one show. I don't know. I just, I feel like he thinks that, uh, that I think he thinks it's a lot bigger than it is. And it's like a crutch for him at this point. Oh, well, trans people hate me. Trans people hate me can't say, can't say the T word or whatever. Like it's, it just doesn't like at this point, it's been kind of some, some time since that special came out. I mean, he had another special addressing it and now he's still talking about it. And it's just like, no one, no one else is talking about this. Like no one is still, maybe to him, he still feels like it's happening, but I'm like, just do other, talk about other things. Like you don't need to keep beating 
this, you know, dead horse of like trans material or trans people. And it's also, yeah, I don't know. It just, does that make sense? Like, it was just a lot. And like, yeah, it was just because I know like there's certain things that like newer comics do or just like not great comics do where there's like this certain kind of code of comedy rules where it's like, oh, well, if you talk about one subject too much, then it kind of is overkill. Like even with me, like I had a comic that I respect mention like, oh, if you're going to be doing, you know, a 10 minute set or however long, like a 20 minute set, you don't want every single joke to be about your fucking pussy, vagina, sex, all of that. The the hits, in my opinion. And it's true. It's like if if my entire set was just like pussy shit, fuck, yes, asshole. I mean, which a lot of it is, but, like, there has to be some balance. And that's also personal. Like, the stories I'm telling are personal to me. It's not me just assuming other people, you know. I don't know. I hope this makes sense and doesn't sound like I'm just trying to... I'm not trying to, like, attack him. I'm just... I'm, I think this is what I'm curious about. If I were to do a set that was like his set, obviously some words would be different in my set. There would be some words I wouldn't uh, say. And we have very different styles. But, like, if I were to do a set similar to his, I think there would be comedian friends of mine who would be like, Allie, it feels like you're really leaning into this thing that's not actually happening. Like, you're creating a lot of hypothetical scenarios and, like, there's not a lot of... Like, you just keep resorting to the same punchline. Like, I just think that someone would tell me, I would hope. Like, a friend would be like, hey, this is a weird whatever. And I just think he's, who's going to tell him? Like, who is going to say, who, like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not at that level. I'm not that good at comedy. I can't say that, which is why I'm also like, I don't even know why I'm saying it to you guys. I'm not, I'm just a dumb little bitch talking about her coochie and hoochie. So I don't know, but I was thinking like, when you're at that level, Like, who is honest with you? Like, I was wondering what Chris Rock was thinking, because he was watching Chappelle's set. And I'm curious if he's like, oh, this feels... And then, yeah, there was just another joke that was... And I'm like, I love... I'm not, like, libtarded out. Are we allowed to say... I don't know. know. What? Who allowed, like, on YouTube? No, I just mean, like... That feels offensive. It probably is. Yeah. But I'm not like super libbed out where, um, meanwhile, I'm like, is that offensive? Is that okay? Is everyone, are all the communities fine if I say that? Um, But like when I'm watching other people, I'm very nervous about what I say. And that's somewhat of a problem. I think it's a good thing to be aware of how things might come off. But When I'm watching other people, if they're saying crazy shit, if it's funny, I don't care what it is they're saying. To be honest, I am like, yeah, protect the First Amendment, like say what you got to say, but like make it fucking funny and like don't go for the lowest hanging fruit of like a hot topic that because especially like with all these rights and stuff being discussed and not everyone's saying they're doing their own research. No one's doing any damn research. We're all looking at memes. That's our research. That's not actual research. 
But with like all of these issues going on with like trans rights and gay rights and women's rights, it does feel really lame watching a comedian of like it is hard to watch someone who's so affluent. Is that the right word? affluent or like you know icon like someone who's like very closely watched and heard by many um say things that just aren't interesting or unique it's just kind of like for shock value and and it is that's what gets me is when someone's just making a stupid remark when every when every other remark about that thing is already stupid you know, to, you know, now I feel like I'm getting a little like Rosie the Riveter. My armpit hair is growing more rapidly right now. I don't know. It's so stupid. Maybe we'll put this in Patreon. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> it's just it feels stupid that I I don't know. I just feel dumb for even saying something. But yeah, I don't know. So then I went into the I went back. I like left. Uh, I left during a set and I went into the main room and I didn't like walk out like I'm so angry. I was just it's just when someone is so talked about and people and is so beloved and people love this guy. I'm like, are we actually like, do we just I don't I just I wanted to see, you know, I hadn't seen him perform in a while. Whatever. (sighs) I need to get that off my chest. I've been telling everyone. (laughs) I've been talking around town. I'm just like, have you guys seen Chappelle recently? And then, yeah, people are just going to be like, well, have you seen your Comedy Central set, you fat, ugly whore? I don't know what people are saying, but whatever. I'm going to think about this for the next week and a half, just reeling about. Anyway, then I went into the main room and David Tell was in there doing bumping mics with Jeff Ross. And David Tell, two Daves, two different experiences. David Tell was so fucking funny. It was insane. It was so good. And it just like, it fired me up, like watching it. And he's saying some of the most disgusting, foul offensive inappropriate shit and it was so funny so oh that chicken caprese is coming back to haunt me um but yeah david tell i was so impressed by and uh yeah i wish i got to have seen chris rock perform uh but that was kind of okay so that was that was the first night and then um let me just look. There was something else. <clears throat> okay, so then the next day, the housekeeper came. Shout out to my girl Lola. Um, she came, she cleaned. I always feel weird saying that I have a housekeeper. Something about it feels unnecessarily bougie, but it's really like not. It's pretty reasonable housekeeping prices. I have her come once a month. And I think everyone, if you have the opportunity to, invest in a housekeeper. Because I like to make sure my place is clean. And for the most part, I'm good at keeping things like tidy and nice. But I'm not going on. the. I'm not doing baseboards. I'm just not. I'm not going to do the baseboards. 
I don't have the equipment or the skills, and I just like coming home to a fresh, clean place. I feel like it is hard finding a good housekeeper, though, you know? It's really, it's such a personal thing, how you like your things. And I'm terrible with communication, you know? I never want to confront or say something. And I think I need to start doing that because I think that that's what real boss, boss bitches do. They're not afraid to just, like, I got my nails done in the reference photo. The reference photo was cool. It was funky. And as she, like, the moment she put on the base coat, I knew instantly I didn't like it. And she was like, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, it's really good. I could have just said it right then. It would have been no big deal. But I'm like, she probably knows more than I do about what I like. And so I'll just let her have this one. That's how when men are like, oh, why don't women just say no if they're getting assaulted? And it's like, I can't even tell my nail lady who I've been going to for years that I don't like the base coat. I'm afraid to hurt her. What do you you think? I'm going to all of a sudden know how to confront people. No, I'm scared of my nail color. I'm scared of saying something. They're picking my cuticles after I told them not to. That's literally non-consensual cuticle picking. I say, oh, please don't do my cuticles. They're like, okay, no problem. Then all of a sudden they grab the little scissors out. They start clipping the cuticles. They're bleeding. And I'm just like, oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just gushing blood after I said I didn't want them. Refusing to stop it from happening. Look at me. I am woman, I am fearless. Do you guys know that TikTok song? I am sexy, I'm divine. It is fun to just be angry, but it's also not fun at all either. It's actually really frustrating. I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow, so hopefully that'll turn my spirit upside down, but realistically it won't because I get even crazier. Wow, look at this. I look like I'm in a fucking reggae band. No? Don't I look like a white dude in a reggae band with my hair like this? Looks like like I put my white man dreads back. That straight up is what it looked like. What's a song that I know that fits? Oh, well. It's Molly's yours, isn't it? All my life I've been waiting for, I've been praying for, for the people to say. Have I told my Modest Yahoo story that I went to two county fairs to go see him? I saw him once, and then I got a, I got an understanding of how the Modest Yahoo shows went down at the county fair, so I went to the next county fair, and I'm, I wrote a sign in Hebrew, and then I went on stage at the end of the show and danced. He brings people up on stage. Yep, I'm a big modest Yahoo head. I love that dude. He rocks. He absolutely rocks. Okay, what was I saying? I was bitching about some shit. Oh yeah, so I had the housekeeper come over, and I love it. It feels so nice. And so I had to kick my boyfriend out of the house for two nights. Because I like my things a certain way. I'm crazy. I feel like there's people, there's dudes in my DMs who are like, I'd love to, I'd love to wife your ass, you fine bitch. I don't think anyone has said that, but in my head, that's what I translate it to. And I'm like, just talk to my boyfriend. It's a, a miserable, right, babe? It's not miserable. It's not fun, it's though. It's a lot of work. I'm crazy. Tell him. She's crazy. She, I'm crazy. Yeah, I like my things a certain way. 
And when the house is clean, I don't want his grimy ass touching things, moving things. It's he he moves he, you you I I have a blanket over the couch for no real reason. I don't know why I'm protecting a couch I got for $10 on Facebook Marketplace. But I have this blanket over the couch. I'm like a grandma in her 70s. I have this blanket over the couch. And he just, he plops right on the couch. The back pillows are kind of coming down, getting squished. The blanket falls off. There's just no... But I wish I was like that. I think I get mad because I wish I could just hop on the couch and not care that the pillows are getting smashed. Because who the fuck cares? They're, the pillows are meant to be smashed. But I got to straighten them out every five seconds. Push the bottom one back in. Lift the top one up. Fluff it. Wrap the blanket over. Crisp it. Lee, do you think I'm on the spec? I do the same thing. You do the same thing. And and are you confirmed on the spec or are you self-proclaimed on the spec? <gasps> wow. I thought you were I thought you were assigned. I thought you were Actually, I don't even think I am. Wow. You've been you've been fake yeah. fake fake autism for clout. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You should take the online test. I don't think they it's like fully accurate, accurate but my boyfriend's my boyfriend's uh, uh he got the score 19. It's like a number score. I got 12, he got 19. So whenever he does something that's a little specky, I go, "What was that 19?" It's like high functioning autism. Yeah, yeah so so we took the test. I don't know if I already mentioned this. We took this online test. Did I already mention it? Whatever. I like the story. I'm repeating it. We took this online test. And I get like this. My score is like twelve, and it's like, yeah, you have some similar things, but like nothing to, uh, you know, be concerned about. And then my boyfriend takes the test, and it's like, go to your doctor immediately to find out more. Um, but yeah, you don't have, you don't have the certain, uh, the certain um, rituals that benefit our relationship. What? Like you don't have the clean, like you don't have the clean, uh, kind of what's the, what's the word I'm looking for called like a trait, not trait, like obsession. Compulsion. Yeah. The compulsion of clean. Cause that would be sick if you were just tidying up all the time. And you don't have the mellow one. Ooh, I know. Well, so we were in couples therapy, babe, tell them how much you love couples therapy. I enjoyed the last session. Last session was good. Yeah, it was good. But I just saw... Okay, so this has been a big comedy week. I was watching a lot of comics because Netflix is a joke. The festival was in town, and so I thought I'd try and check out as much as I could. I went to go see Aziz Ansari's show at the Orpheum. It was so good. I was sleeping on Aziz this whole time. I was sleeping on his comedy, and I was so impressed and blown away. It was so good. So then I went on a little specky run of just watching all of his specials on Netflix and, like, you know, binging all of it. And, um... Oh, and when I watched him at the Orpheum, I mean, I don't want to do a spoiler because I imagine he's going to record the set, but it'll be funnier when you hear him do it. But he had a joke. He was like, and it made me so self-conscious. I haven't even told you yet, babe. He had this joke where he was like, yeah, have you heard about, um, have you heard about this new, 
this new thing where you can pay someone to break up for you? He's like, yeah, you know, it's you pay like uh, X amount of money. You pay like a hundred dollars and you have to go like weekly or so. It's called couples therapy. And it was so funny. But then I was like, is that all that it is? Like, are, are we doing this just to end up breaking up? Probably. Do you think so? I have no idea. Because I was telling my friend Sophie um, the other day that it is interesting because when you do couples therapy, it's helpful. Like, I feel like I'm learning a lot. But at the same time, it's like you're going into couples therapy, like bringing in all the issues that you don't like that you want to change. So you're just your brain is just trying to like you're just thinking about the bad stuff. Well, we'll find out, and then you can do something different with your next guy. Yeah. Or girl. Or girl. Do you think if we break up that I'll have a girlfriend after? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Watch me. You think I'll have a boyfriend? No, I don't think you will have a boyfriend. I don't think you're comfortable enough and secure enough to allow yourself... A boyfriend? ...to be with a man, yeah. I don't know. Would you be more upset or less upset if if we broke up and I had a girlfriend? I think it'd be the same. What if I what if we broke up and then I had a boyfriend who looked just like you? That'd be funny. It'd make me feel better. Yeah. Why? Just because you'd think that I'm like obsessed with you? Yeah. yeah. What if we broke we'd up? Look at you and be like, Definitely not over him. Yeah. What if we broke up and then uh, I started dating Ari Manis? I'd be... i work for him. Yeah. So that'd be weird. We've been through this. What have we been through? <laughs> Just Ari's the one you can't do because I've... I've oh, yeah. Him. Okay, so anyone but Ari? Yeah. Okay, cool. A lot of people are doing these open relationships now. How do you feel about the open relationships, Lee? Am I on? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, not for me. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think, I mean, at that point, you're just hooking up with someone pretty consistently, and then other people as well. Like, there's just, it seems so hard. I'm way too jealous. And also, a lot of the open relationships I'm seeing are with um, bisexual women, and I think someone tweeted this. I forget if it was like Remy Casimir or someone. But it's like if you're so if I'm with my boyfriend and he's letting me hook up with other girls because I'm bisexual, then he doesn't if if he I don't there's something about it where I'm like that still is cheating. But people don't believe in bisexuals, so you can get away with it. Now's a great time for bisexuals to thrive. No one believes you, so you can kind of make up your own rules. I'm bisexual by choice. I don't think it's who I am, but I'm not going to stop myself from an experience. You know? I think more men need to be like that. I think that's why there's so much anger and hatred in the world, because you're not allowed to be bi by choice. You have to just stay in your binaries. This is my woke revolution episode. <laughs> Boys are bad. Girls are good. Down with Chappelle. Da- yeah. Bye, you bigoted asshole.
No, I love that dude. I think he rocks. I think he's the best. And I think anyone who talks shit about him is just jealous and they're not good at comedy. But, yeah, I think guys need to be able... We need to be accepting of men who want to just have fun and maybe hook up with a man. I think you guys should be able to hook, uh, make out with your best friend. Buy homies. You have what? Buy homies. Who? I can't say their names. Why? They're in the closet? I don't know. The camping dude. Camping dude. How would I know someone camping dude? Because we were supposed to go camping with him. Who are we going to go camping with? I remember you asking me we if we wanted to go. Yeah. Uh... He's on the East Coast. My friend's Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's openly bi, but he's bi. And he seems pretty happy. He's going camping. He's out in the wilderness. I mean, if 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 more men were bi, we'd be out in nature like God intended. What is this episode? What's happening? Ay, ay, ay. You came into it so hot. I know. I, I came in too hot, honestly. My titties were sagging. Um, okay, so then what else did I do? I just hung out. I um, got my nails done. I didn't want them to look like this, but it's not her fault. She would have done them the way I wanted. I was just too... And it takes so long to do fake nails, and I wasn't even confident in the design in the beginning. And then I just knew it was off, and I didn't want to waste any more time. So I just kind of let it happen. But I love my girl who does my nails. I hate... It makes me so angry that I didn't just say, oh, I don't... I should have just... I want to... Whatever. Oh. <sighs> Man, I'm so burpy. It's so frustrating when you pay money for something... I'm spitting so much. If When you pay money for something that you don't even like. <sighs> My boyfriend makes fun of me because I always go like that just randomly. <sighs> I just have a lot of mucus. <laughs> and also, I've said this before. Why, when I record the podcast, do I all of a sudden get nasally? I just have so much mucus as soon as we hit record. Always. Mm. I love swallowing my mucus. I did a show. And they said only four people were in the audience, and so they gave me the option of leaving, and I did. So if you happened to be at the show, or if you were one of those four people in the audience, I'm sorry that I left. But I just didn't have it in me to try and do comedy for four people. It just wasn't the vibe. Cinco de Mayo. Is anyone? Did anyone do anything for Cinco de Mayo? Oh, you went crazy, babe? Yeah? <laughs> what were you doing on Cinco de Mayo? Can't remember. Can't remember. It was so wild. You're maybe making out with your camping friend. It was with you. Right? Yeah. yeah, we were together. We didn't do a damn thing. Oh, I, I, oh no, that was the next day I saw my mom. I, uh, I saw my mom on Friday. She wanted to go get lunch for Mother's Day, so I went. Drove over to see her. We got food. She was like, she's at that age. I mean, she listens to this podcast. Hi, mom. She's at that age where now she flirts with the young servers and like busboys. There's this guy, Raffaello. He has a twin brother. And she's like, Raffaello, 
are you going to be like, if I like, can I sit in your section? You're so much funnier than your brother. She's like roasting his brother in front of him. Your brother's so serious. You're the funny one. I want to be in your section. So then she's like, how old are you? He's my age. She's like, oh my God, you guys are the same age. And she's just asking him all about his life. She keeps turning. She's like, isn't he so cute? She was horned up on Mother's Day for this guy. I mean, and then we had to take a self-timer photo. And this was the best part of it all. I posted about visiting her for Mother's Day. And it was last minute. Our plans were last minute. We planned on Cinco de Mayo on Thursday to meet up the next day. I didn't have time to, like, get her a card or anything. So I was just going to do it after and then send it to her. And, uh, And I did this post after I saw her. Took some photos of her was like, happy Mother's Day. She texted me. She was like, thank you so much for your posts about me. You don't need to get me a card anymore. She loves clout. She does it for the clout. My mom does too. Really? Yeah, she always asks you to post stuff. No, but your mom, your mom doesn't ask for me to post stuff. She'll just be like, yeah, I wish someone with like kind of a bigger following (laughs) would post. Just in front of you? Yeah. She's like, I just wish that someone would post about this. I love your mom's stuff. I post. I repost. She doesn't have to ask. I know what the, I know what's going on. I see through it. Is your mom using me? Probably. Are you using me for your mom? I'd do anything for my mom. I'd do anything for your dad. I love your dad. He's coming to town. I'm meeting him in person. I'm meeting my boyfriend's dad in person. I can't wait. I'm thrilled. I'm obsessed with his dad. He rocks open up that relationship i'm trying yeah. i'm trying to best open that relationship he, he might doesn't like comics now he loves me i had to do this audition i had to film this audition and uh and oi 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 So first of all, it wasn't even like an audition that was sent to me. It was an audition that I heard about through my friends who were auditioning for this. And so I was like, I want to audition for this. Like, this is a cool ass project. So I like forced my agents to try and get me this audition. And then I get it and I read the lines and and they're good. But then they update the email and they're like, actually, these are the new lines. So I had to refilm it. And the new lines were so... It's, like, funny but awkward to do. I get so uncomfortable because in my head, I'm just picturing them watching my audition in a circle laughing at me. Because I have to, I can't, I don't think I can, like, say what it is. But I had to just be all sexual and, like, freaky in, like, a funny way, not in, like, a hot, sexy way. It had to be, like... Like, really insane. Like, do you remember Wedding Crashers when I think Isla Fisher, I think that's who it is. She's all, like, crazy, like, horned up. That was the vibe where I was just, like, ravenous, but in, like, a really awkward way. And filming that over and over to try and get the right take was so uncomfortable. And I don't even think that my audition for it is good enough. Like, I almost don't want to send it because I don't want them watching it and just LOLing at me. And I don't... I mean, I don't know what to do. I have to I have to send it. I force them to get it for me. But also, I they they don't... Whatever. It's, it's weird. I think it was good. It was fine. Just a sexy scene. Just a little sexy scene. 
Then I did a show at the Soho House last night. I had a Soho House makeover. Soho House is one of those like members only clubs where it's like hot people, rich people, celebrity people, people in the industry. And so it's like a lot of these members are at the show. And I was like an audience plant. It was Mary Beth Barone in Benny Drama, aka Benito Skinner's show. And um, and so I was like an audience plant and they gave me a Soho house makeover so I can apply and get accepted into the Soho house. And it was so fun. But then I went to the comedy store after and like my makeup was so insane because it was like this Soho makeover. I had like the crazy like smoky eye with glitter and it looked good for the bit. Like the foundation and everything was, but like not for the comedy store party. I looked insane, but luckily, um, luckily when I got there, I noticed they had like a photo booth in the belly room upstairs and there was like, uh, someone from like the makeup department. They like hired someone in makeup to help with the photo booth and comedians photos. And so I went up to her and I was like, do you have makeup wipes? So she set me straight. I felt normal. I was back in my natural form. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that was really, that was my week. That was my week. Was there anything else? What? Big day today. Big day today. Yeah. Yes. Um, I am doing my callback. My audition, my boyfriend thought, what do you, do you know what a callback is, Lee? Yeah, I know what a callback is. What's a callback? It's, it's another round of auditions, right? Yeah. My boyfriend thought a callback is when they literally call you and are like, you're good. (laughs) Thought they were just calling you to let you know, good work. Or bad work. Or bad work. No, if you get a callback, that means they're calling you to say good work. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, so I did, like, one round of auditions. Literally calling you back in. It, no, it makes yeah. sense for what you told me. I just had no idea. Yeah, Get so I... with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mo. I've been such an industry town You're in the job. business I'm now, man. Biz. I should have known. Um, so I did my Just for Laughs New Faces showcase, I don't know, a month ago, maybe. And now I'm doing the callback for it. And so that's happening tonight. I think... I think it'll be good. I'm going to do like some jokes for my Comedy Central set that I like and I'm going to do a new joke and I'm going to hope for the best. I really would like to go to Canada. So hopefully I get it. I really want to go to Canada. I want to go to the comedy festival out there. I'm ready. I'm fired up. So I'm doing that tonight and then tomorrow your girl's going to Disneyland. I'm a Disney adult. I'm a Disney freak. I'm going to Disneyland. And uh, I'll let you guys know how it is. But, yeah, I mean, after that, I have no plans. So I might have, I might. it might be a heavy guest uh, podcast season coming up. Because I'm not really doing much. I'm going to just be at home. I'm going to try and write stuff that's not stand-up. I want to maybe write, like, a show idea. I just, I don't really do that often, so I want to get better at it and have... Write a book. What? A book. I don't want to read a book about it. Write a book. Oh, write a book? I'm writing a book? How about what? What's my book? You should, I'm saying. What What do people want to hear from a 26-year-old? What? What? 
write a book. It would be cool to write a book, but I don't think I'm ready for that right now. I don't think I have anything to say. But I want to write, I want to come up with a show idea. I think that would be cool. What's the Alley show? Let me know in the comments. What's the Alley show? Someone had a good idea for me. Someone like, oh, someone from the Patreon. They came to my show and they had an idea that I was like, wait, that's actually kind of good. So I'm open to hearing your suggestions. But yeah, I'm just going to be like low key. I'm going to be low key for the next few. I'm doing a show in San Diego. That's all I have on the books at this moment. So if you're in or near the San Diego area, I believe it's January 23rd and 24th. Please come see me at Mike Drop Comedy. January? Or I mean June. Oh. June. 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 June 23rd and June 24th at Mike Drop Comedy in San Diego. And uh, until next time, take care. I love you. Kisses, hugs. Mm-hmm. Bye. Oh!